this is Living in the Past. You thought we were having a break, but we're back for like one more episode <laughs> before the year's out. Um, and on this unseasonally cold December day, I am joined by, as always, my co-host Ben. Windy day, I would not call it cold. It's Hello. cool. It's cool. I, was, <laughs> I, I, I contemplated a hoodie. Inside. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so... This is a special uh, holiday one. Uh, there's, uh, we, we'll try and do one every year. I know for the next two years we're covered because we've got today's Home Alone and also next year's we've got Home Alone 2. Yes. Then I'm not sure after like in 1992, 90, I don't know like what the Christmas movie was for then. So, Are we going to carry on with Home Alones at some point? I don't know if the rest were Christmas movies or not. But we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do a holiday movie. But are we acknowledging that there are more Home Alones after two. Yes, we are. Okay. I want to see French Stewart as a. <laughs> Have you seen Home Alone Three? No. It is quite a quite a thing. It's it's way more high tech. It's so good. Um, yeah, yeah I, I really like it. And like a lot of I, I was we were gonna do it on um, my other podcast like Days Video Graveyard, and they're like, no, this is shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree. Despite <laughs> the fact I haven't seen it, I have to agree that it's probably terrible. <laughs> So we're just going to have, uh, yeah, we're going to look into this. There's a few, it's, I mean, what's your relationship with this movie? Is it, was it one that you watched every Christmas growing up? I don't know if it's every Christmas, but it's one that I watched a lot growing up. Like watching it back, I feel like, <laughs> it seems silly. I feel like every single scene was iconic. Like <laughs> every single scene is burned into my brain. It's just like, yeah. this is childhood. Everything is absolute gold. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Like, I, I think, and now that my, because like my youngest kid is really into it and it's like, it's one of those things is, it's not just us, it's universal. Like, it's a thing that every generation can get into because it's, it's, it's aged so well. Yeah, it's it's just a simple story. Um, it's problematic, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, they literally leave their child at home and don't do a whole lot of a hell lot. They do the best they can. Mm, do they? Catherine O'Hara does her best. They they set it up nicely that like basically everyone else on the block has all their friends have gone away for Christmas. But like I never went away for Christmas. So like I mean in America maybe it's like a big thing that everyone goes away for Christmas, but like man and then like they live in a yeah. rich part of Chicago. Yeah. That rich part, cold part. Let's escape the it's odd that so many neighbors would leave at the same time. Like you think that be kind of an alternate thing like let's yeah. not go away every christmas let's make <laughs> sure some people are still on the street um so if you've never seen it which is highly doubtful it is about a young boy who gets left by himself for christmas because his family um don't know what the back of his head looked like <laughs> he was wearing a beanie <laughs> um the thing so watching this again um because i watched it quite a few times over the last couple of weeks with my son um there's a few things on those rewatches that you just go, oh, that's actually works. Like the the there is chaos in that house from the start, and that yeah. really worked. That really worked. and I didn't even sort of pick that up the first time I watched it because like like it it really makes you believe that this could conceivably happen because like there's just so much going on in that house, and it's also natural. Yeah, like I remember thinking that for the first time, like this madness is just impeccable. Yeah, I've been in that madness myself. Like I've been there with like you know other. Um, I mean. There's a lot of kids in that family. Like, there's a lot of families to. So, like, you've got Kevin's dad, 
his mm. older brother, and then they're going to France to meet his other brother. Yes. So they've got their other brother's kids. They've got Frank and his kids, and they've yep. got the McAllisters. Um, so that's like you know three families worth. Uh, Uncle Frank, uh, classic, terrified me as a child. Like that bit where um, <laughs> when he's like. I made my family disappear and they really sort of creep him up and go, look what you did, you little joke. I never noticed with that bit, like <laughs> usually in movies and even cartoons when they do that little like, just quickly, if someone hasn't seen the movie, stop listening to this like right now. <laughs> and the podcast in general, like just don't come back. We don't want you if you haven't seen it online, right? Uh, I don't yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, so when they're doing the little voiceover bubble things like above his head, like, they're all re-recorded versions. Like, they haven't grabbed it from another scene. But that's also genius because kids also, like, tend to catastrophize. So, like, everything will be worse in their mind. Except the Uncle Frank bit. No, where he's, he's, like, it got really, like, he goes, like, right, he's like, look what you did, you little joke. But he's whispering it. It's so weird. And then, um, yeah, then the, um, the Catherine O'Hara's bit to us is like, oh, she's such a mum in that bit. <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> Uh, do you eat, do you drink milk while you're eating pizza? <laughs> no. That's a lot of them were. I That's used to weird. drink a lot of milk as a child, but <laughs> not, there was certain meals you would never have milk with. The way that Buzz eats that pizza is offensive in so many little, like, it's so, like, I'm not a big, yeah. like, um, one of my mates really can't stand the sound of, he can't even stand the look of people eating, but he definitely can't stand the sound of people chewing. And that bit, I think, would just trigger him so badly. But yeah, it's just, it's like he is literally deep throating that piece of pizza. Also, Buzz is quite gross himself, so that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, like Buzz is like a. We'll get to it in a sec because I've got some uh, some fan theories um, about certain characters and stuff like. That. But like Buzz is just like an awful old role. Like, it, and they 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 do it to like they they really pushed it to the max with him. And his girlfriend looked fine. Like growing well, I mean, up, it is it is, it, it is a um it is a man in that like that that picture is not a girl. They, yeah, but it's yeah, I know better fine, looking like, than Buzz. But then, like, yeah, I mean, Buzz should be thankful for whatever he gets. Yeah, like, it's like um, and I I do I all do it because like, I know that you're not a big fan of him, but um, uh, Paul Rust most Christmases puts a tweet tweet out um saying my yearly reminder that I'm not in Home Alone because that the guy that, when they're watching um, Old Man Marley and there's that guy there's yeah. the, I think he's his cousin uh, he yeah, looks yeah. a lot like Paul Ross and yeah, it's like <laughs> and I've played a couple of times I'm like hey, could he? nah yeah. the ages don't mix up uh-uh. um, Kieran, um, Kieran, uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother Kieran Culkin's in yes. it um, he is Fuller who wets the bed <laughs> wets the bed if he has too much Pepsi that look Classic. he gives when he <laughs> that smile when he's sipping his Pepsi yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's so messed up. It's like he knows he's going to wet the bed and he's looking forward to it. I didn't realise that when they he knocks over all the drinks on the counter that the plane tickets are there. I never noticed that before. Yeah, and then they end up in the bin? Yeah. Yeah, why do you think they're zoomed in on the bin? I just, for some reason, <laughs> I, I, I've i always missed that part. I just don't know why. It was like, only when I was watching it like last week, I'm like, oh, there's plane tickets there. And um, I was like, because it doesn't really sort of matter apparently because that airport is from the land of make-believe and you can just rock up like... Yeah, we're, for like a international flight and get on. I understand that this day and age, like if you lost your tickets, like everything's electronic and you yeah, know, yeah. the plane's going to be delayed anyway. But back then, it, it's a bit weird. But they still get on the plane, it's fine. And then like... <laughs> well, they're rich. They're rich white people. 
They are. In first class. Um, so first fan theory, what do you think Mr. McAllister does? Because there is a fan theory that he is basically an organized crime boss. I'd that. never considered that yeah. ever. I don't care enough about his character to have thought about him. I always think that he works in medical supplies because if you go down when they go in the basement, um, you see a bunch of like um the mannequins and like the wheelchairs and stuff like that. And I like maybe he like for some reason works in uh like a medical supply company that's done awfully well. <laughs> Who's to say that uh she doesn't have a job oh, and does quite well? She definitely could. Because he's he seems too nice and too weak. He is a bit yeah, like he like and that that character, the, the guy who plays him, has been in so many other things where he's like, he's a tough guy, sort of thing. It was, it was like it was a real departure for him. Um, had some interesting times off screen too, but we won't go into that. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the other fan theory is that Frank actually paid Harry and Marv to rob the house because he's uh, he's like the, the brother that's got the least amount of money. Yeah. And he- Hates them all and he's so jealous. Yeah, so he basically, um, mm. he, he has employed Harry and Marv to, to rob, which I, I actually kind of like that theory. It's pretty cool. Um, or he's just, he is one of the wet bandits on the side. He's like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm taking my family away. You can do this job for me while I'm gone. But yeah, well, the, the, the fan theory about him being the, and like basically they go to France uh, because there's, there's, there's criminal enterprises over there. Like that, that kind of holds well. I like that. Um mm. When Joan Pesci, like we meet him uh, right at the start of the movie, uh, he, I mean, this is the year of Goodfellas. Yeah, And weird, he's doing huh? this. And apparently on set, he was, he was a bit grouchy because I think... Because he was in character. Was he, well, also I think that he just, he was just like, what am I doing? Like, I mean, I'm just being Goodfellas. I'm and gonna... then he came back for another yeah. one. Yeah. And then like, I mean, that was, I mean, oh, when's Casino? Casino's like 93, 94, but like... You know, it's so off character for him. But then he started doing stuff like he started doing like uh, comedy movies and stuff like that. So, um, it's a weapon. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, so, uh, I. But my favorite character of the entire movie is is Marv. Um, Definitely, Daniel, easily the best. Daniel like, Stern, and he looks so young in this movie. Like if you watch both um, movies back to back, which I've done quite a lot recently. In mm. Halloween, oh, Halloween 2. Home Alone 2, he just looks, and maybe it's like to do with the character too, but like he looks like he's aged, and it's only like a year apart. He looks like he's aged like five years in a year. <laughs> I've never noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, once you start having to watch it like, you know, on a nightly basis, you're like, oh, I'm going to pick something else I'm going to pick up on this. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice something new as well. Um, well, I think... I'd always noticed it, but it bothered me this time when they almost drive into him in the driveway yeah. and they stop and they have a little back and forth. And then Joe Pesci goes, all right, Merry Christmas. <laughs> what? So, so we can do the smile and has the, has like the little like uh, the gold but ring. That just, there's, that's a terrible segue. It doesn't oh, make man. any sense. There's some of the, and I don't know whether it's like improv or like whether like that's the actual script because the script was done by John Hughes. Um it's just yeah. There's a I feel few like maybe that... they just cut a bit out there, and it just didn't. There are some weird cuts in the flow. Yeah, like um. So let's talk about how there's an old man <laughs> that the kids of the McAllister house think are a, is a serial killer. Um, 
going pretty, pretty nice, common as a child go, growing up. Well, going in nicely to our um, problem child thing, it's like there was like this these these kids movies seem to have like these serial killer B stories quite a lot apparently. Yeah. Um, so, but the, that's what it was like growing up. Like, if you saw someone creepy, they were a murderer. Oh, we've got an old man Marley around here. Like, he <laughs> he, he walks around. He's got um a shovel. He's got no, he's got like a really thick grey beard, but he's he colours his hair on top. And it's just um he just sort of just walks around. He's like he doesn't doesn't do doesn't do nothing to no one, but it's just yeah. Just like, walks around aimlessly. He, he'd be like our Marley, I reckon if we Sounds were, like Mothman. <laughs> Have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned Mothman. Yeah, so. Um so we So yeah, like the, the they, they they lose Kevin. Um the Hang kid, on, back back to okay. old man. How horrible is it? Harmless, sweet old man. And you fully buy into the fact he's a murderer at the start. Like, he's terrifying. Oh, they set and him they play up to it be up. like, yeah. And then, like, I um, mean, the other fan theory I was going to say is that, like, that's the, the t- apparently Kevin from the future. Which I like, but at the same time, when they're in the general store and he gives him that stare. If you know that's yourself as a child, why are you scaring the shit out of yourself? Maybe, like, because um, that makes him steal the toothbrush. And maybe it's like a butterfly effect thing that if if he doesn't steal the toothbrush, then yeah. something else bad happens. You can't affect, you can't change the yeah. Past. So the cop that chases him trips over someone, but then also inadvertently like saves like a baby from being hit by a car. Something like that. it's just he's like Groundhog Daying as Marley, yeah. old man Marley. Oh yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> Although he follows that, I'd probably take taking better care of myself. Hey, you don't know how old he is. True. If this is Groundhog Day, he could have been doing that for a thousand years. Yeah, is that how long it's supposed to be for um, Bill Murray? It was like it was like it was a ridiculous amount of days. Yeah, there's like there's different theories, but it's... yeah. Uh, so he, yeah. So then we we go into the fact that like the the neighborhood kid, I love it, He's, and I, I love um, adults' responses to kids in '90s movies are amazing because they just like tell them it's like just get out. He's like. I don't know, kid. Just kind of <laughs> I'm like, that's what I want to say to kids all the time. But I'm not allowed to anymore. I love '90s responses, '80s and '90s responses to kids. Um, so they miscount Kevin in the lineup, and um, uh, and then he's he's left he's left by himself. And it's just, as a parent, I'm just like, I just don't know how they could have done it. It's just it, it boggles the mind. That they, they didn't even go up and like just check his bed. Like, are they... There's a lot of kids. There's a I lot mean, of kids. And like, as we like said... Like, you never made a mistake. That's true, yeah. But like, as we, and as we said, like, the chaos of the house from before, like, when the movie starts, would it does build up and build up and build up. So it's conceivable that they could do this. Um, I like that you look at that with the eyes of a parent now, where I, I still look at that with the eyes of a child <laughs> and think, this is why I get so excited being home alone. Like growing up as a child, like, oh, it'd be just the most amazing feeling. Your entire family's gone. You can do whatever you want and not get in trouble. And it still happens occasionally now. Like, if Laura's out, it's like, oh, what could I. And there's nothing. There's nothing yeah. I'd do any different because I'm an adult now. But there's still that sense of, like, oh my God, I the actually, house is my oyster. I actually kind of get scared now. I don't like <laughs> it. I, um, I took a day off of work earlier this year and, um, I didn't like it. It was too quiet. I need. I had. I had to have something on the entire time. I could not have like silence. It freaked me out. Did you have angels with filthy souls <laughs> yeah. playing just in case? Yeah, I had it. And um, what I did was I, I set up in my kitchen, and apparently the speakers on that TV are f- 
phenomenal oh. and can trick a pizza guy into thinking that there's actually two guys and not like a like tube television in a kitchen. Remember they were rich. They maybe would, this I, TV look, came I'm from leave, the future. I'm gonna leave my like uh, I'm gonna leave my nitpicking at the door, but like, yeah. <laughs> but like that pizza guy is just fucking stupid. He is. <laughs> you see that in the first scene, like yeah. he knocks over the statue. I do like. You have to pay for your pizza, sir. <laughs> I do like the actor, though. Um, I feel like he went on to do things. He looks like a very... Maybe. I hope he did. He's probably in Die Hard. Um, yeah. A plain cheese pizza. Yeah, I was never on board. Yeah. Um, but you're a child. Like, you enjoy simple things. Yeah. So, he his big thing to do, and I'm like, I'm so glad. Like, I was actually talking to my wife about how... A, a new a new add-on to this could be um like if you made it these days make it like a 14 year old or a 15 year old and they're like sick home from school don't make it at christmas and then like they have like two guys coming in but it'll be like way more brutal these days like it'll be like yeah but like and it'll be all sorts of technology involved lots of stuff like this is just like i'm not on board with this idea really yeah uh, i feel like Movies based around fourteen and fifteen year olds is has been done now. Well, yeah, man. <laughs> or then it's like a just an old dude that's taking a day off of work. There's me, me, and that like, I can I'm get visibly behind. scared and <laughs> of being by myself. And then I have someone coming. Daniel Stern, the mailman, comes because he's got a package. And you're like, oh, oh my lord, yeah, and I'll just like, yeah, drop him. And then I have to <laughs> just just leave him the note. I'll pick it up from the post office. <laughs> and then I have to like work out how to get rid of his body. Um, yeah, I, I, I think these days it would be, and it is being remade as we speak. Oh no! And no, I'd, I'm on board. Like I am, I have been on the last row of people like poo pooing remakes, and I'm just like, nah. Like because sometimes we get pleasantly surprised. So I'm just like, every movie now, I'm just like, yep, give it to me. Let's see how it goes. I think for certain films, but obviously I'm a bit biased because. I thought every single scene in this film was just absolutely perfectly done. <laughs> Aside from Joe Pesci's going, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> aside uh, from that. But I just, I don't know if you can, I guess I'm old now and I'm cynical and like who's, when we talked uh, during Problem Child about child actors. Yeah. And Macaulay does scream a lot in the film. I didn't notice before. Oh, he is so good. Like you, like he carries this movie. He was ten at this time, and he carries this movie, and it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, is that going to happen again? Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I'll, I've got the cast here, so we've got uh, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper. So from the Office, oh. I think she's going to be the mum. Uh, we've got Archie Yates. He was in Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, then I'm not sure. Wait, who... the kid is going to be Kevin. Yeah, Archie's going to be Archie is going to be yeah. Ooh. And then um, I'm not sure who the robbers are. Keenan Thompson's in there. I'd assume that he'd be one of them. Chris yeah, Chris Parnell. Oh. Um, because he just you know rocked up in anything. Um, I wonder if he'll be Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it could be yeah. Um, P Holmes is in it. And then we've also got... It's basically a bunch of um, SNL. They've got Mikey Day from SNL. So I'm not sure. They've, all they've got is the people... And Macaulay Culkin's coming back for some reason. I'm not sure what it is. Wait, so there's one black character and he's probably going to be the burglar. 
Well, <laughs> I didn't say that, but uh, yeah, it, it, it sounds like a '90s movie to me. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what sort of direction they they go in with that. Like, if they're gonna like improve on it and sort of because like, I mean, like as I said, like you're gonna have to use tech now. Like even in Homeland Three, which we will be watching, um, mm. he uses a bit more more tech and lots of stuff. Like the entire storyline's about like a stolen microchip or something like that. I would be much more keen on your idea of an adult. But it's actually Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I think he's like tweeted pictures of himself, like "Let's do Home Alone now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. in his apartment, looking disgusting. <laughs> I could watch that for he's an hour and a half. He's had a storied life. He should just. Uh, yeah, he has. Yeah. Um, I do. So, like, I, I do like the fact that he he goes out and basically does shopping. Like, he does all the stuff that he's seen his mum do. And, yeah. Um, he, you know, he buys fabric software and stuff. <laughs> it's like he's he's. The the bit where he's sort of talking to himself or like, you know, basically fourth walling it, like he sort of acknowledges it like that. Yeah. I I also like if you know that aftershave is gonna burn, like don't do it twice. Like he does that twice. Yeah, but maybe you just think that's how it's gonna be, so you, you just have to do it. <laughs> True. That's how it is. Uh also it's two days, isn't it? Supposedly. Mm. Two or three days they're away. Yeah. Yeah. And he has to go out and get laundry powder and do all this shopping? I think he, like, you know, because uh, maybe he just assumes that this is what it is. Oh, no, because... He thinks, he's, he thinks he's made the family disappear. But, oh, oh that's true. Uh, but also, at the start, when they're having pizza, this is why they're drinking all the milk. With No one has milk with pizza. Oh, she says, right. make sure you use up the milk. We need to run it down. Can you imagine, like, so you're on that flight as a bunch of kids who've had, like, greasy pizza and milk the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just sideshow bobbed on a rake then. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, he basically like um, through a series of events finds out like that the we, we were introduced to Marv and Harry, um, who are the wet bandits. They lead the water on. Marv um, leaves the water on. It is like I like that would just be like more so than like the uh, apparent urban legend of like the robbers doing stuff to your toothbrush and then sending a photo yeah. of it like I, yeah. I think that would be worse but like having your place flooded as well as robbed would and be the water place. bill oh my lord would you get out of that no probably not yeah god that would suck um, I like that um I always forget Pesci's character's name Marvin Harry. Mar- oh Harry's yeah. yeah sorry Marv is Pesci no um, Marv is um Oh yeah, because yeah, the bricks. Harry. <laughs> um, yeah, he has morals. Yeah, he's when Marv is leaving the water, and he's like, "Don't do that." He's That's um, not nice. Yeah, and then he also uh, like he's he wants it to all be sort of by the and like he basically is he knows that the Malcalisters are like the biggest house in the block, so he's he's basically uh, and like. One of the best ruses you've ever seen, like him going undercover as a cop and checking on people's security systems, like that is amazing. That's like Ocean's Eleven style. For the time, it's not going to work now. <laughs> no. Because um, fuck the police. <laughs> no one's letting you in the house. True. <laughs> uh, then we've got... Uh, so they're burgling houses and Kevin overhears them like basically saying they're going to come back at like nine o'clock tonight. We're gonna rob this house, and then they find out that he's home alone. And then, like, I like how Joe Pesci says the name. He's like, oh, and you're. He's like, no, he's home alone. 
And then they should have like just looked at the camera like, ah. I'd never even clicked with that. I don't know why. I guess because it's just so seamless. Because I can't do it with the second one. It's like, because he's home alone too. Actually, no, he's not home. He's in New York. Uh, <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is a stupid title for a movie. Um, so <laughs> let's just like, like, I also didn't realize, and I'm not sure I could be wrong, but I think there's two songs that John Williams made for this. So there's like the one that's like, yeah, and there's also the Carol of the Bells one, which is like such a good. It's like so the one that the bells, the bells. Oh, was he actually? He wrote that. Why? I thought that was around before this film. No, I think he because it's been in so many things. I think he wrote it because. When you look at the lyrics, it's, it's they're not good. No. <laughs> Christmas is here, bringing good cheer, too young and old, meek and the bold. Ding dong, ding dong, that is a song with joyful ring, all coloring. That sounds like a Christmas song to me. It does. But I, Christmas I think, song lyrics are not very good. <laughs> I think, because then um, the other one, I didn't know they had lyrics to it. Like, of course it does, but like it's, I thought it was just like, you know the choir sort of just humming yeah. but I had the subtitles on I was like oh, oh. yeah um, do, you, do you have those handy I don't have those ones handy do you remember what it was it's like a, the actual what's the song let's see um, I think it's actually just called Christmas time songs at the very end you mean or near mm. the end when he's wait are we Home Alone 2 or Home Alone 1 Home Alone 1 um, I can only picture the church choiry scene yeah yeah that's what i'm hearing in my head it's it's that but it's um doesn't it just make your heart all warm and fuzzy hearing that did you ever fantasize about Catherine o'hara being your real (laughs) mum? no oh but, My mum's never going to listen to this. I 100% did. Oh, really? Yeah. For a uh, long time, I wished that she was my mum. No offence to my mum. She's, aside from being racist, she's all right. She, but like Catherine O'Hara, like I, I do think, and look, I, I, every parent is guilty of it, but like that stuff that she said at the start is harsh when she's like. I like, fucking deserved it. <laughs> oh, look, Kevin is like a grade A arsehole at the start of this movie. Like he is like, that's one of the, you know, it wasn't anything else apart from the way that he talks back to his mum that made me have pause when my kid was about to watch it i was like don't really care about the violence and yeah stuff. it's just the it's just if that, they learn that. The sass and then i'm like is he gonna learn how to kill someone a horse's ass because he <laughs> says that in both movies um so getting back going so going to the uh we, we all know what happens next like but what i couldn't believe is that there's a lot of build-up for like 25 minutes 30 minutes of like what this movie was famous for. It's, it's famous for the, mm. the, the robbers coming into the house and just getting like injured and, and, and hurt by the traps that Kevin set up. But that, it's, it's such a small part of the movie. It's like an hour and 40 minute movie. Yeah. But only 25 minutes of it is like actual... Like, but it doesn't feel like it's... It's such a nice little build. And the story and like how it's all portrayed is just so smooth. Yeah. That you don't... Well, I personally don't feel like I'm just waiting for something to happen. Like... What's but then your, I know exactly what's coming, so I guess. What's your favorite part? Oh. Um. I've, I I want to say the paint can. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, oh, it's probably no, it's relevant. We watched a film recently where they also do that. Really? Um, was I going to No. Oh, fuck. What was it? Ah, that's frustrating. Also, who's ballsy enough to do that, knowing that it's been done perfectly? I can't remember if they mentioned in the film that they were doing a Home Alone or not. Okay. Would you like to... I won't go through all of them, but would you like to hear the um, potential injuries that the... Um, the uh, what would have happened to them? Yeah. Yeah. So yes, uh, with, a B, with a BB gun, there's five potentials. A laceration on the forehead um, could have broken skin or got lodged in deeper tissue. Um, they don't think it would have pierced the pants, but it would have done lasting damage to the testicle of Marv. <laughs> oh, no, it was Marv or Harry, I guess. No, Harry uh, is it. Harry, yeah. I also, man, how much does... Joe Pesci loved doing his Muttley. He does it way more in Home Alone 2 to a point where it's just like, dude, you're not even saying words or even trying. That's just his bit. Yeah. Um, The the stair fall. um, With the tool chest? No, no, the way where Marv goes down and it's like slippery. He goes down to the basement. So 15 potential injuries. Um, Neither one of these would be able to get up after these falls because they basically got a doctor to watch it and said, like, you know, what would happen sort of thing. Um, the iron to the face was oh yeah, potentially very, very bad. The nail on the foot was actually one of the worst ones because, like, yeah. and that, I can't even watch that. It really just irks And that's me. with like, the glue on the stair bit? Oh, but it goes in. It actually goes in. Yeah. And I don't know how they did that. But it really, really, yeah. I'd love to see, like... The horror movie version of this, but not the horror movie like a real life horror movie version where like there they was, do get injured and they're knocked out. There was one that was released and I can't remember what it's called now, but there's two kids who've been babysit babysat. And I, this is the one that That's yeah. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So this you is, better yeah. watch out. Yeah, and it's yeah. um it's got an Australian kid in it. Oh, no yeah, way. the blonde kid's the Australian kid. The, the psycho in it is this. He reminded me of someone from like nineties films, I can't remember who he was, yeah. exactly like this other kid. Uh, the flamethrower on the head also could have literally oh, yeah. melted the skull right off of his head. Like you yep. said, like, it's just ridiculous. So Door handle? Uh, it probably wouldn't have left like an M there for as, as long as it did, nah. but like it, it's, yeah. But if you want to go through them all, there's, um, on the Thrillist website, there is all 85 potential injuries in Home Alone wow. assessed by a real doctor. Um, if you want to have some fun with that. So that's potentially over 40 injuries each that yeah. they survived. Do you know that... Um, and then went after him again. One of my favorite bits with um, Marv is, and it's like, it's it just gets me every time. He's gone through the basement and then he's like, oh, I'm just going to go back outside again. And he must, he, and he forgets the fact that it's slippery out there. <laughs> yeah. And he, he closes the door and then he just says this, whoop! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and every time... <laughs> It's so good. Um, Basically, any moment from when they officially start trying to get into the house. Yeah. Like any Marv moment from when they're actually trying to break in yeah. is probably one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Um, the the tarantula bit was filmed in reverse, I think. So basically, oh. it's, it's them taking the spider away from him. Um, but there is a point where I think it is on his face. Well, it would have to be if they're taking it off his face. But like, yes, yeah, it's just like it's just a very split second. But that scream that he does. <laughs> and I remember one time I was watching it when we I was working at the beer store. And I was watching it, and we had those dicky speakers, you know, one that was yeah. like 
and like that screen was always piercing and it like it freaked some lady out once she's like what is that i was like oh you got trenched on this face <laughs> um but yeah i mean good on kevin for wanting to pick up a tarantula and put on someone's that face. wasn't a double oh well you never actually see it because i think you can only see his hand yeah i don't think you get a full shot of him holding it um have you seen his stunt double they had a little person as a stunt double because oh. i was wondering whether they got and it was, it was one of these ones where my i think my wife just sort of eye rolled me because i was like I, I, I thought out loud i'm like do you think they just got like a brave kid to be his stunt <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like no <laughs> And I it's found a reasonable this, question um because especially if it where he goes from like uh from the house to the tree house oh, it's yeah. like you can tell that's not him yeah um it's just some proof of me. <laughs> some thrill-seeking 10 year old this the, it's the neighbor kid is like oh do it <laughs> <laughs> um and then yeah we got so uh my oh so I always think that the best bit of this movie and like a lot of people are all this too big, but it's 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 so out of place it's just so good. Um Catherine O'Hara meets up with John Candy um right near the end. Also, apparently have you have you seen that Elvis is behind her? I didn't notice there's that. There's a no. long standing rumour that there's um there's a guy, two people behind her when she's um in Oh, she's in uh, Scranton. Yeah. And um, she's complaining to the dude about, before John Candy comes up to her, there's yep. a guy, two guys, two, two people back from him, and apparently it's a spitting image of what they reckon Elvis Presley would look like. Ooh. And um, he's even got the stance of him and lots of stuff, and it's like, it's 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 just been one of those ones that's like, is that Elvis and he's just doing like bit parts. We're going to have to submit this to BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh, we will. <laughs> like another Lady of the Dunes. But then um, I watched that. Yeah, it's pretty good, pretty huh? Pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Um, then we, so John Candy gives her a ride. He's part of a polka band. Um, and they cut to this bit and it's like the pacing is all wrong because it doesn't just, fit in at all with anything. No, you've just had like the, the robbers have just been like, you know, pummeled and like, it's about to be like all brought to a, a, a conclusion and they cut to her in the van with this polka band and how every one of these members of the polka band is a shit parent. But the best, the best story <laughs> is John Candy. Tells her that he left his kid in a funeral home, like for an entire day, <laughs> and then said, "Like I, he was around about six weeks when he started talking again." <laughs> and it's the most darkest, perfect joke. And he's like, "That's when John Candy's the best when he like deadpans like that." It's so so good. I like the idea that he just came up with that. On a oh whim. yeah, he'd have, have to like yeah, and he just like and Catherine O'Hara like, I mean she's done a lot of comedy films and she does a lot of those um. Christopher Guest movies where she sort of she can do dry very well. She can do dry and she can she wouldn't break and yeah. like he probably like you know that's yeah I can't wait to get to Christopher Guest movies by the way like best in show and I can't, I can't wait. wait till we finish Schitt's Creek. Yeah, I should I should start watching that. Um, but yeah, so I don't think it. On one hand, it doesn't fit in with the film at all. Like I guess it does because it's her journey back. Yeah, but it's a very random, odd little scene. But at the same time, it does fit and it all. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm it's so biased and it's... Yeah, it's figurable. Like, I mean, probably could have been done, like, earlier on. But, like, yeah, it breaks... I mean, it does break up with, like... And then we get to the bit where, like, Kevin gets... He's in the ran, random neighbor's house. And then, apparently, old man Marley knows where he is. That's the only part of this oh. movie that I find just really sort of doesn't track is that... Future boy. Yeah. That's, like, the only thing that sort of, like, ties that all together. But it's like, you know, 
he he must have been just on the street as like and that's the other thing too I mean we'll get to this more in Home Alone 2 but someone must be hearing this shit going on and watching this stuff like from another house and just like but you see when he what's weird because when he robs a store and he runs through the park there's a lot of people there Mm. but when he's walking down his street no one no one yeah they do make that sort of sense of like that he is very alone, not only in his house, but also in his suburb. Like it's, it's, there's no one else there. Um, and maybe he made all the families disappear. <laughs> so his mum comes home and the, I'm just impressed that he cleaned everything up. Oh, that mac and cheese looked really good too before. <laughs> um, but also drink it with milk. I'm like, that's a lot of dairy. No, that's, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'd be on board. Um, I'd get polluted. He does that. He does this really weird look when she says sorry. And it's like, it's almost psychopathic. Like she says sorry. And he's sort of like, he just deadpans her. And then he breaks into a smile and runs into her arms. But he, for for a minute there, he basically makes her feel even shitter about what she's done. And I mean, then, he's a child. Yeah, I don't... Uh, that's, he uh, that, thought that he made her disappear and then she's reappeared. So is he, like, not liking the fact that she's reappeared? Or? Maybe. Maybe he'd come accustomed yeah. to his new life. Um, so, yeah, I... It's, it's, just, it's, it's the perfect Halloween movie. Uh, there's enough in there for, like, all ages. Um, I remember definitely not getting the penthouse joke. Um, when he's going through buzzer stuff, oh yeah, like, people would have the clothes on. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's. I I would say, and I don't know what we're gonna rate it out of. Um, that's weird that um, Joe Pesci was gonna bite his fingers off. Mm. It's, that's kind of weird, and I think he actually did nip one. I think there's a yeah. mindset thing. So I'm gonna give it. Um, Four out of five Kevin's fingers. <laughs> oh, smooth. Um, uh, it's I. I really. If they made some, if they just added a shot in, that would explain why old man Marley knew what house he was in. It would be a fun. Well, he's five. probably just an old creep that's just <laughs> constantly watching what's going on outside, yeah. and he knows the other houses are empty. By the way, are we. I mean, going back and forth, but like. He, the way that he's like talking to a 10 year old and like the 10 year old is like just so much older and wiser than he is about like re- reuniting with his son. It's just like, oh God, that's the sickliest, sweetest moment. Of the moment. Well, maybe because Marley is playing dumb because he knows what's coming. True. Yeah. He knows that this is a turning point for what his if, younger self. What if he won't talk to me? It's like, oh God. <laughs> or is his son... Kevin McAllister. Mm. Is that a theory? That's a new one. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, I'm going five wishes that Catherine O'Hara was my mum. <laughs> Out of five. <laughs> Sorry, Dorothy. One day. Um, yeah, I just, I can't. Aside from that one Joe Pesci line, <laughs> it's just... <sighs> it's it's so perfect. good. But... Um, but Actually, no, I'm going to go four and a half. Okay. Because I think two is better. I would say, well, okay, yeah, I, I do believe that, but I think I think the the last half an hour of two is better. I don't think like the, the, like the, the 
preceding bits. Like, all that the stuff in like, mm. the hotel is really good. And Tim Curry's in it. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Stolen credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I so wish it was 1991 already. Thank you for joining us uh, once again. Uh, once we're, we're blown away by the um, interest and just you know the downloads that we've been getting from this podcast. Like it's just it was something that we just wanted to do for the love of it, and you're making it just like you're putting gravy on top. So thank you very much. And Unless very... you haven't watched Home Alone and go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, have a happy holidays, whatever you're doing. Um, stay safe and take care, and uh, we will see you in. 1991. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. And thanks for joining us on our special holiday episode. Uh, the music today was done, as always, by Andrew Golding. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Our podcast artwork is done by Rebecca Sheedy. You can check out her stuff at Mild Scribbling on Instagram. You can get in touch with us at livingatthepastpod at gmail.com. You can also search us up on Instagram. We have Spotify playlists for all the episodes so far. So if you go on to Spotify, search Living in the Past Podcast, and then the month that you want to listen to the songs from, that's how you get them. You can also follow me on letterbox.com at PD Lumsden. Uh, there we have a list of all the movies we've covered so far in the podcast and if you could be so kind please hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening to your podcast or go onto itunes and give us a rating it helps us get out to more people and spread the word about this uh podcast that we're having a lot of fun doing take care of the holidays have a happy new year bye